Hey kids, the Splendid Bohemians with you one more time with another episode of Put on a Stack of 45s, Bill Mesnick, Rich Buckland. And we are going to, uh, we're going to hit you up with something short and sweet because I think it's a, uh, it's a testimonial to uh, the early days of rock and roll and where a lot of uh, soul emanated from, and uh, particularly if you're a fan of the Cameo Parkway records of Chubby Checker and the Dovells and et cetera, et cetera. If you're a fan of Clarence Clemens of the E Street Band. Uh, I'm a fan of all those. If you're a fan of uh, of the purity of that big sound that uh, Alan Freed uh brought to the Paramount Theater with those big bands that he brought in and always featuring a saxophone player like uh who was Louis Prima's uh who was Louis Prima's guy? Is that uh, oh oh Sam Butera. Sam Butera. There was one of the But we're talking about Gene Barge. We're talking Daddy about G. Gene Barge, Daddy G. Born in Norfolk, Virginia, 1926. And still alive. That means he's 96 years old. Gee. And they had a 90th birthday party for him with Gary Bonds, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, he was the founding member of the Church Street Five. The Church Street And the record is A Night with Daddy G, part one and two, 1961 on the Legrand label, did not chart. Did not chart, but the one that did chart was the one that they turned it into because yep. they had nothing for it, but they created something for it with the founding of, uh, with the discovery of Gary U.S. Bonds and uh, put some lyrics to it. And they called turned it, it into a quarter of three and that made it to number one. Yeah, made it to number one. So there's an example of having had the perfect instrumental track, not knowing what to do with it. And then the late, great Frank Gita, who formed Legrand and had this, uh, is, is known for what is called the Norfolk Sound. Yes, from Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, and some Virginia. say that, I mean, some say Daddy G is Gene Barge, and some say that it was named for the Bishop Daddy Grace from Norfolk, Virginia, because the church was named after his church. Yeah, and there's been this debate, but the majority of those, including those who were present, uh, can testify to the fact that we're talking about Gene Barge. Yeah, and you mentioned the Dovells in 1961 on the Bristol Stomp. The lyrics go, we ponied and twisted and we rocked with Daddy G. So so the legend had already taken root. And yeah. the it, it wasn't mythology. It was it, it was well known within the rock community as to who Daddy G was and what he what he offered up. Um, but why did you pick this instead of a quarter to three? Because this is the this is the origin. This is the un- this is the origin story. This is the origin. This is the this is the raw, uncluttered, uncomplicated non-lyrical heart and spiritual soul. And one side was not enough. Well, <laughs> they these cats would stay up all night 
and just riff and riff and riff on the same. It's the same riff. It's the same riff, but <laughs> when you when you when you okay when you first heard Bruce Springsteen cover quarter to three, and he did it in every show, every yeah, that was his encore for years. For years, that was the closer. There's a reason. And the reason is he's paying tribute to who later he had the opportunity to write for, Gary U.S. Bonds and Stevie Van Zandt produce. Uh, uh, great, great record called uh, On the Line. And uh, Well, I guess we will play some of uh, Gary U.S. Bonds as well as the complete... Uh, night with Daddy G. Well, sure. I mean, because you, you, you have to play this little girl of mine because Springsteen writes this for Gary U.S. Bonds and in his effort to bring him back, Stevie Danzan produces him. And it's a direct tribute of all the people that they could have with their popularity attempt to bring back. And as Stevie relates... They did to, with Ronnie Spector, too. Yeah, with Ronnie Spector, too. And Stevie produced, uh, produced Ronnie Spector. You have the idea was to bring back a number of these artists and do a series of these albums, and uh, the powers that be pulled out. And it's a shame because we could have had more uh, later recordings that were just as uh, artistic and just as generous and truly flavored with the original. Uh, rock and roll attitude. And well, uh, Disc Magazine calls this record fuzzy, muzzy, and distorted well, as, as praise, high the, praise. Most of the Frank Gita work was. I mean, you, you had a lot of echo. You had a lot of uh, background party noises. You had a lot of, um, which of course Bruce exercises in uh, tunes such as Sherry Darling. And mm-hmm. you've got the, you've, you've got this gentleman named Clarence Clemens, who is the incarnation of Gene Barr, and he makes it known for the ages, the importance of this man, um, because... 1989, A Night with Mr. C. Yeah, Night with Mr. C. Yeah. Dion uh, cites it as an inspiration for Runaround Sue, too. So, you know, the when you ask, why would I select this? Because it stays with me uh, deeper than quarter to three stays with me because I understand that this is the rough draft. This is the rough draft of an original that uh, created spontaneous recordings and saxophone solos. This is the sperm donation. This is <laughs> so well <laughs> so well put. So so very well put. Um, so Gene Barge had toured with such uh, rock and roll Hall of Famers as Fats Domino, Bo Diddley, Big Joe Turner, Laverne Baker, Ray Charles, Chuck Willis. He has played with the Rolling Stones. 
and Natalie Cole. He also did some acting. He yes, was in he the did. film Under Siege and The Fugitive. He worked with Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Probably. And Harrison Ford. Yes. Gene Hackman and Chuck Norris. Uh, and yeah. A very full, very full life. And uh, he's also featured in the Bo Diddley London Sessions on Chess Records, which was recorded in 1973. And. Um, He's on the uh, Blue Jazz album on the Delmark label with Gary Bartz and Billy Harper featuring Muddy Waters. Um, his real name is Cal Carter. Did you know that, my friend? I did not know that. Yes, Calvin. Gene Barge is not his name, huh? Calvin T. Carter. Calvin T. Carter. Daddy and, G. Uh, Daddy G. And... Um, you know what? You know what's interesting. There's one other recording that uh, Frank Gita is responsible for, which I think most of us from our era are familiar with. He recorded the late great Jimmy Soul, and a little ditty called "If You Want to Be Happy for the Rest of Your Life." Oh, I love that song. It's a great, great song. And Jimmy Soul, who was born James Lewis McLeese uh, in 1942. If you want to be happy, never make a pretty woman. And so from my personal point of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. Get an ugly girl to marry you. Yeah. Sorry. So Jimmy... Apologies. No apologies necessary when you break into song or break into anything. But uh, Jimmy did suffer from a drug habit later in life, and he passed away in 1944. He was sentenced, by the way, to four and a half years in prison as a second felony offender convicted of the criminal sale of a controlled substance. Oh, no. Another another major Another casualty for the uh, prison industrial complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sentence was affirmed on... Uh, October 26, 1987, and he died of a heart attack in 1988. So he didn't have to. Uh, he didn't have to do the. Uh, didn't have to do the stretch. Now he's now he's doing another kind of stretch. He's doing the the eternal stretch. Doing the eternal stretch. The big sleep. The big the big sleep. Um, and there there's also some debate regarding uh, Cal Carter because. Some people, there's a Cal Carter who was associated with VJ Records and was a record producer and songwriter of jazz and pop songs. And he sometimes put himself on, on wax. And oh, I think that's where, the, uh, that's where the confusion reigns. But uh, you look up Daddy G and Cal Carter's name pops up and uh, it's one of these tales that is not completely uh, organized historically. But we do know that Gene Barge was Daddy G and responsible for uh, the Church Street Five. And, and we should also mention that that included uh, Junior Farley on the bass, Willie uh, Burnell on the piano, Leonard Marks on the trombone, 
Emmett Shields on the drums. And doesn't it sound like these these cats are having fun? I mean, oh yes. I mean, they, they were having so much fun that they had to just keep going on the other side. Yeah, because you know, a, a forty-five only allows for so many minutes. Yeah, and when you if you listen to a uh, a CD on the Ace label called the Norfolk Virginia Sound, which is a tribute to Frank Gita, uh, you'll hear some of the other artists that that Frank attempted to promote uh, during that uh, during that period, and these are names that you would have to uh, look up. And Lost to the mists of time. Raven Wildroot, Margie Day, Maddie Gavin and the Baddie Singers, the Rock Masters, Georgie Payton, Garland Owens, the Azaleas, Linda Carter. Linda Carter? Linda, Linda Carter, yes. <laughs> not Wonder Woman. No, no, no. I don't think she was hanging out with Daddy G. Uh, no, not not Wonder Woman. Uh, Francois and the Anglos. <laughs> I love that name. Barbara Red, the Sheiks, and of course the Church Street Five. Gary U.S. Yes, Bones. and I wouldn't have ever heard of the Church Street Five if it wasn't for you. So thank you. You are very welcome. I mean, that's those are the three names: Gary U.S. Bonds, the Church Street Five, and Jimmy Soul. Um, but believe me, there have been plenty of enterprises that have produced a lot less without the uh, ability, without the money, without the promotion, without the fanfare. Uh, or, or I should say that produced a lot less having had the resources. Um, and these cats were working on they were working on a wing and a prayer, and they were able to get three recordings of legendary historical note um, out of those nights with the Church Street Five, Gary U.S. Bonds, and uh, the discovery of Jimmy Soul. And I would say this, people, where else are you going to get this kind of access if not from the mind of Rich Buckland. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. But without you to help navigate the way, to guide me so that I don't go off into a, uh, I don't go off into how I'm I'm like, I'm like the, um, the, the, the dumb uh, child in in the Passover Seder. (laughs) The dumb. I said, why, why Rich? Why, (laughs) why this record? And you explained it. Someone was citing my encyclopedic knowledge the other day, and uh, it is it is it is a burden, as you have stated. It's a curse, right? Because what happens is, with all of the passings, for example, that we've experienced over the course of the last just couple of weeks, there are memories attached to it, influences from the first time you heard the record. There are connections, and I have dots that are connected to all of this, yeah. emotions, sensations. In many cases, I worked with some of these people, like Fred Paris of the Five Satins, and uh, uh, had sat in a room at the Copacabana with Smokey Robinson and Wanda Young of the Marvelettes. Uh, I had been on a bill with the Dixie Cups. I had 
first met Ronnie Spector when I went to California along with Phil Spector. Um, everything becomes uh, a remembrance. The parade um, is passing. And I will just briefly, uh, and I do not... So let us move on to a night with Daddy G on the LeGrand label. We're going to play parts one and two. And Bill, you know what? I think this is kind of a special what occasion. What about part three? <laughs> we're going to, we're gonna, yeah, for the first time, we're we'll, going to we'll debut. We'll play Gary U.S. Bonds. We're, gonna, we're, we're going to debut. We're going to debut the entire night. So it's 26 hours. <laughs> we have, it's kind of like what Warhol did with the movie Empire, where he filmed the Empire State Building from dawn until midnight. Yes. Yes, we're going we're gonna to give you one of those. But I do think. A week that, with Daddy G. We, a week with Daddy G. Um, so I think what this warrants is we, we're going to play both sides. We're going to give you quarter to three. But just as a bonus, because it is such a great record, we we gotta we got to give you Jimmy Souls if you want to be happy yeah. for the rest of I, your life. Listen, it's a short, this is a short episode. It's a short anyway, episode. So and, we, and we have time. Just dig it, enjoy it. And uh, here's a night with Daddy G to be followed by quarter to three.
going to say we're going to say goodbye for now and please tune in to uh, put on a stack of 45s and bill's fabulous program captain billy's magic eight ball where bill is going to have a problem now because he's got a new turntable and he's starting to collect vinyl so now he might wind up with as many albums as eight tracks and so it might be let's put on a 33 rpm yeah yeah you, yeah. never, you never know, right? Could be. Could you, be. You might want to give them the I entire... still got a few A-tracks to go through. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm sure there's more than a few. And we shall be uh, we shall be listening shortly to Bill's take on the fabulous... And this is a really important recording in our lives. It's the Alan Price soundtrack, Oh Lucky Man. Yes. And as Bill, lucky man. as Bill puts it, it was a political education for him. That it was, it was. Great yeah. album, great film by Lindsay Anderson, and uh, should be should be remembered. I'm hoping that the that people will seek this film out as a result of your your show regarding this uh, this fabulous album. Short but sweet. I think it's a half an hour. Yeah. But man, it just does the job. And Alan Price was was superb in his prime and, and superb. So yes, check out Captain Billy's Magic 8 Ball on Dig This and our Facebook page, Dig This. And I want to thank everyone who uh, has been giving us very nice numbers and who recently gave us a big jolt with another tribute to the great Gene Chandler with 50,000 hits on his tune video of Rainbow. Um, 
that's a nice jolt for us and got us a lot of attention. And we will be doing a special on Gene Chandler in July to celebrate his 85th birthday. So uh, Mr. Chandler has been a uh, fan of the show and he has also been an inspiration to me throughout my entire life. The Duke of Earl himself. The Duke, and we have done the Duke of Earl as a 45. Of course, it's uh, foundational. It is foundational. So we thank you, and we shall return with another episode of uh, Put on a Stack of 45s. My friend, thank you very much, and... Uh, adios, my friend. May God bless. May God bless. Hey! Hey! Yes. Hey! Hey! If you want to be having for the rest of your life, never make a friendship one for your wife. So for my personal point of view, Make a picture one for your wife So for my personal part of you Get an ugly girl